0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Full Force Weekly, brought to you by Generals Joe's Reborn.com, with me as your host, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic80. For today's episode, I'm joined by the awesome Patrick, not Picard, Stewart. In this regular video series, we round up all the week's news in the world of G.I. Joe. What is it, Pat? It's the Full Force Weekly. (laughs) Hey! Pat Street's back. All right. How are you doing, buddy? I can't hear you. All of a sudden, now. Can you hear me now? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> did happened? you hear me
1: say the full force weekly?
0: I did. We heard the full force weekly, okay. and then you just disappeared.
1: Yeah, I, I'm. I'm working on a new microphone, so testing that out. It actually decided to mute
0: on me. That's a first. <laughs> Auto mute is on now, is it? Yeah, uh, that's amazing, dude. It's great to have you back. It's. It feels like it's been. It's been about. Four it's weeks. It's been about a month. Yeah. Five weeks. It's been about it's a month. Crazy, man, since you were last on. Um, hope everyone's happy to see Pat back. Yeah, looks like it. Looks like it. Yeah, in the, in the chat. Jump in the chat, let us know what's going on. We're gonna take you through a, a week's worth of news uh in about an hour and a quarter's time. Um, we say I say that, but it's probably gonna be about seven hours, Pat. We've got so much to talk about. Uh, we'll throw in a little bit of chat about the Super 7 mothership uh, in the shout-outs together. So you don't have to, for those that uh, think we're at the end of the show and just, like, stop watching, we are going to have a little chat about the Super 7 mothership. Because Pat hasn't been, I haven't seen you to talk about it, mate, have I? I know, it's been crazy. It's
1: like the the news that I've been waiting for, like, O-Ring G.I. Joe, and, and I'm just not here. <laughs>
0: Well, that was mainly my fault for uh, being absolutely rammed for the last however many months, weeks it's been. Uh, anyway, thanks for everyone in the chat already. Loads of people pouring in. Diana says, who's that stranger with the glasses? Uh, that would be Pat, not Picard, Stewart. Uh, back in the, the house, everybody. People, people seem to be happy that you're back. Um, Wreckship says, glad you're still here too, Chris. Lol. Uh, thanks. Appreciate it. I like the lull bit at the end, as if it doesn't, you're not really you don't really think that. Anyway, lots to talk about. Um, quite surprisingly. We've had some last minute editions from this morning as well, which again is right up your street in the kind of four-inch department. That is true. <laughs> That's four-inch department. <laughs> See, I'm more of a 12-inch fan. I'm not at all. I just wanted to say that. Um, anyway, right, let's get on with it then. Lots of news to talk about. And the first bit of news is that Hasbro have announced yet another 1027 event. On Monday, Hasbro announced that there would be yet another Pulse Premium 1027 Collector event on the 27th of October of course. The annual event has been going for a few years now and it was no surprise that they revealed plans for yet another show which will give them even more opportunities to show off new product and drop some pre-orders of course. The event kicks off at 3pm EST and you will need to be a Premium Pulse member in order to get the invite for the YouTube stream. You can grab an invite by following the link in the description yeah so go follow that description yo um anyway ten twenty seven this is now the i don't know like it's the annual kind of premium collector event thing now where they've kind of somehow made a uh pre order and <laughs> product reveal event out of it pat um are you excited for this one?
1: they've been doing a good job with their with their streams Wow, you know what it's been i haven't been on since the last uh um PulseCon? PulseCon? I haven't been on since then. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I liked PulseCon. I liked some of the changes. So I'm curious to see... And, and there were some changes that I kind have missed. There weren't any celebrities this year, I noticed. Well, you uh, could
0: count Dan Larson and... I was, uh, I was going to you. say,
1: I, I, would count, I would count them as, like, legit fans. Uh, kind of turned into celebrities, and I appreciated them hosting... Yeah. A lot. Uh, much, much more than people that, you know, didn't seem to know much about toys. It was nice to have them on. Right. I, I'm I'm just what I'm getting at is I'm curious to see if there are any changes also to 1027.
0: Yeah. Well, um, one thing I am aware of is that I think Hasbro are going to have a what's the word a presence at MCM London um, coming up. So like last year, they did as well. And remember, we had Big Ben revealed and we had the Valkyries revealed and stuff like that. So I think there's going to be a presence from Hasbro at MCM London, which is actually the same weekend that 1027 is. And I'm wondering if it's going to be quite, There's going to be more pre-recorded than, uh, mm. than live. Kind of strikes me they might do a bit of pre-recorded stuff on this one.
1: That that would make sense, and and that's fine. Uh, there, it seems like some of the stuff that they've been doing for some of the reveals anyway have shifted from being live to being pre-recorded.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, obviously, we can't really talk ten twenty seven without really talking about what we could see from ten twenty seven. So I thought we'd do like a, a, a basically a what's the word uh, a kind of preview of the event. Diana says it's usually pre-recorded, isn't it? Actually, I think you're right. Um, I think one the first year might have been live because I remember Mr. Stevie um, being in a in the studio, walking around and talking and interacting with comments and stuff like that. So I know for a fact that he was live that first year. Then the second year, I want to well, this is the third year they've done it, or the fourth? I can't. I can't
1: remember. I think this might only be the third.
0: Well, see, 2020. I, 2020. I, remember, just, I remember. I remember He was in. He was in the studio. I remember that, like walking around and talking and everything, and then would go on to like different brand teams and stuff like that. And then I remember another one where they revealed. I want to say it was like the Alley Viper and the Bat, and I remember they had Tom Whalen on, and they interviewed Tom Whalen, the artist for the Alley Viper artwork, and they had things like that going on. So I can't think if it's three or four, but anyway, there's been a few of them. And um we've I mean like in in those, they sometimes they do name only reveals, they do so, well they, they I'm not sure if they've done digital renders, they probably have done re- digital render reveals, and they've done like pre-order drops as well. so I think we're we're probably likely to see something along those lines again here. Yeah, I
1: don't think that we'll get any vintage two up reveals like we've gotten in the past <laughs> but I wouldn't be
0: complaining. Yeah, so I think first up, we've got to talk about the Vamp. This is the the elephant in the room, I would say, uh, because this one has been this one and the SMS with the Techno Viper. These two kind of like vehicle figure vehicle sets have been out in the render universe uh, since SDCC. So, like, there's a possibility I think that maybe these could be up for pre order at 1027. What do you think, mate?
1: Uh, yeah, I do. I I think that getting us a vamp as soon as possible to go with his tanks that will inevitably come as soon as possible would be nice.
0: Yeah, the his tanks are just around the corner, man. That's kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm excited, but also terrified to see how big that box is going to be. (laughs) I can see myself leaving it in the box
1: for a while just because sometimes when our things are that big, I, it just feels like, well, I'm going to be into this for a few hours and I don't have time tonight. I'm busy doing something. So. It's not,
0: yeah, it's not something you can quickly bust out, throw no. the stickers on and away you go. It's not like, yeah, it's not like right. an actual hiss tank. Um, this is like getting a, an Ikea flat pack and being like, oh, I suppose I better build a wardrobe at some point when, when <laughs> as your clothes pile up by the side of the... The boxes that you haven't got broken into yet no i know what you're saying on that one i think i definitely think we'll see um i feel like we'll see clutch and the vamp definitely with the sms and the techno viper i think they're also because like my thought process right is that do you remember when they revealed uh copperhead and the python officer 2.0 um i think it was sdcc they revealed them as renders at the same time and lo and behold, they were both Poe and Dahl. Like we had like the you know the internal uh, code words and everything, but we didn't know that they were the they were the ones. It turned out they were. So now I'm thinking that we you'll start seeing those patterns of like, and we have kind of seen the patterns of name only digital render product. We have that that's been the way it's gone, and with just a few variations where some things have drifted out a little bit or some things have appeared a bit sooner for the most part, there's a pattern that emerges. And I wonder if the vamp and the SMS might come round about the same time. Ten Twenty Seven is a good shout MCM London's another good shout, but I think either way, I think we're going to be seeing these sooner rather than later.
1: Yeah. And I've got to think that they would want to, to give this to us closer to the vamp coming out because it's like, you want both of those around the time of the hiss, Yeah. but also I, uh, I think a uh, GI Joe MMS is something that shouldn't take too long for them to make. And if everybody already has the vamp, I, I don't know. It just, it would make sense. We haven't heard anything of that, I don't think, or seen any reveals, but.
0: No. no, I, we haven't. I, I don't think it'll be long. I don't think, I, I think you're right. And I th- it'd be really good to get like a, uh, a Hawk or someone like that, kind of yeah. like that, that version of Hawk, you know, would be kind right. of cool to kind of, yeah, drop into like the old school, uh, the OG 13 and stuff. Uh, Diane's asked, why heat, Pat? Can you explain? I have no idea, but it's always been that way. Yeah, it's always been a double E, hasn't it? Um, I like yeah. Auntie Jam as well, which is... Um, Maybe it's on the Blueprints, old Blueprints? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's true. Should, like, Quick, have a look. Uh, if only there was a way to find out. Um, I'm going to quickly go to... It's the SMS, isn't it, basically, for yeah. uh, the Sears one. Um, let's see if it's there. Yep. Thanks, Carson, at 3 d Joe's, by the way. Um, does it say anything about Seek? I'm pretty sure it copies the same um, blueprints as the original, doesn't it? I th- with maybe some of the... Say, the um, What do you call uh, it? I can't see anything on there that would say H-E-E-T.
1: No, me neither. It just says HeatSeek high-explosive missiles. I don't know why.
0: Interesting. Maybe it's just a bit like, you know, being cute, being marketing fun with the words. Um, I like I like Auntie Jan, because that sounds like a- Auntie Jan, my auntie. So shout-out to Auntie Jan. Um, your name is also now on a G.I. Joe vehicle. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so, okay, those are two pretty... Like possible options, I think with 1027. There's another one in there that we're going to be talking about in the next news segment, which is related to uh, classified. So we'll hold off to, to talking about what uh, the figure and pets, which I'm, and you know what I'm talking about. But we'll uh, we'll get there in a few moments. Um, also, obviously, we've got metalhead. Um, this is why I did was my again my thought process here, Pat. They're not going to be revealing a five-figure mainline wave on 1027. They've never done that it's not there's no precedent for it it's always like the odd thing here or there i think one year it was just they put up serpentor and mindbender again uh you know they revealed, they name drop chuckles so it wasn't like i can't even remember what was what else was on that that one from last year but it wasn't like there wasn't like a lot of product so i don't expect it to be a it's not going to be a pulsecon thing we've just had a five figure mainline revealed so what that meant from my perspective was to remove characters like big boa who's mainline um quick kick airborne um and I think that was it so like I didn't want to you know they're obviously out there in the ether but also they're not going to be shown off based on that principle okay that, that makes a lot of sense okay just want to make sure you're on on the same wavelength as why I've chosen these. Uh, Metalhead though, does i don't know sounds like we could be getting a pre-order for this guy uh again on that weekend and i think it's a toss-up between between 10 10 27 and again i think they're going to be doing something at mcm london as well so again like with that and, and the fact that it's on the same weekend i mean it's, is it going to be another ridiculous weekend pat are we going ha- to be drowning in stuff again do you think i don't think so it it doesn't seem like in the past that
1: they've put up that much stuff or revealed as many things at either of those events than they have at other places i think mcm london we did learn about some other
0: licensees though i think that was like the first thing that we learned there was a lot of good stuff out of that um obviously we got some loyal subject
1: stuff maybe yeah yeah
0: we got the the, the, the domes uh, or something Domes, my goodness! Yeah, I, I found that I've got that set. Uh, there's a set of four of them uh, that I found the other day digging through some stuff. Um, but yeah, like yeah, the NCM London one. They they did a name drop for Shadow Tracker at that that point. They did a name drop for mole rats, and then we went the longest time not knowing what a mole rat was. It was hilarious. Yeah. We were all like, "What is a mole rat?" Like people thought they were going to be pack rats. Um, then there was the whole zombie viper kind of leak, which turned out to just be the mole rats. Um, so yeah, I, well, just i just gonna get, get like throwback uh nostalgia for a year. And none ago. of the things you chose are any sort of exclusive, right? I don't think so. Uh not that we're aware of anyway. Um, I mean Metalhead, I think, is just a deluxe. So that'll be the classic uh wherever, you know, Hasbro Pulse and wherever fine toys are sold kind of scenario and uh who else have i got on here i think i threw yeah i threw in the retro card backs but only i probably shouldn't well they're not walmart anymore you see so because they're not walmart exclusive i thought well maybe we might see a possible scarlet ricondo or duke situation as pre-orders um any thoughts do you think we might see those or do you think they're a bit further out
1: I have really no guess, to be honest. <laughs> it, it, lately, some of the stuff that's been up for pre-order is stuff that's, you know, shipping in in like a week or two.
0: <sighs> Buzzer, so for example. Fast. Man, yeah. that was crazy. I was not expecting, and, and also just one one figure from the five-figure wave. Just here you go. This one, you get this one seven months early, and then you get the others in twenty twenty-seven. I hope that's okay. Um, and six yeah super science saying no 60th yeah yeah because it's the 60th anniversary so that'll be next year um we've seen render reveals but i i I doubt we'll see pre-orders until the actual year of the 60th pat would you would you would you concur with that or do you think we might see some early
1: there's a possibility but i i kind of like the way that you've narrowed things down to try to be a, a more of a focus of of what has a better chance like what what we're our guesses are as to what the best chance is for the things yeah. that would be. Yeah, th- that's that's
0: that's me thought process. Um. Anyway, yeah, cool. So, um, I would uh, after looking through all of them, I think Metalhead's a good bet. I think the SMS and the Techno Viper are a good bet, and I think the Vamp and the Clutch are a really good bet for this one. Um. So, and that's kind of yeah. But again, I'm kind of lumping the weekend together in those both those events as well because. I don't know, you know, how much we're going to see at 1027. I don't know if we're going to see anything at uh, MCM London. It would, I don't, I think it would be likely considering they had such a heavy presence last year, uh, including a panel as well. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, fingers crossed they do another panel because that would mean lots of reveals and lots of uh, cool stuff to be kind of checking out too. Um, Hey there, Chris, can I hear your best buzzer impersonation? Uh, uh, I can't think of anything he says off the top of my head right now. Uh, so, no. Um, <laughs> it's the same as Thrasher's, probably. Um, so just do just just assume that it's... Is that, is that it for every character? Yeah. Every
1: Dreadnought is just Thrasher? That's Even Zartan?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zartan is... Syvrana. They're all the same. They're all exactly the same. Um, which is funny, because actually, when you really break down the Dreadnought's voices... Uh, Torch is like a raspy, deep voice. Ripper and Buzzer are quite high pitched and 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 shrill. And uh, Monkey Wrench is probably Monkey Wrench and Thrasher are quite distinctive. But Buzzer and Ripper are just like screaming at you because it was Latta, wasn't it? It was Chris Latta, and it was um... oh god, who was the other one that played... I don't remember. I think it was Ripper. I think Latta played Buzzer, and I think no, Ripper was Buzzer. Uh, Latta. And buzzer, I'm getting confused, aren't they? Anyway, I'll I'll move on. Yeah, Ripper
1: Any- played buzzer. You're very confused.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up then, and kind of related a little bit to 127, is a bit of news about uh, his tanks and mutton junkyard. <laughs> On Wednesday, Jedi J Bird on Twitter informed us that more Hiss tanks and Mutton Junkyard figures were arriving on US shores courtesy of shipping information. The info uses the internal code words Whitman for the Haslab Hiss and Dastardly PET for Mutton Junkyard, which we can confirm to be accurate. This makes you wonder if we will see pre-orders for the latest figure and pet quite soon, with 1027 and MCM London right around the corner. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a plan all this, isn't it? Everything sounds like what I've just said. Previously. It's like I scripted the whole thing. Um, I haven't really. <laughs> I make all this crap up in the. Yeah, it's a nice segue in it, Ben. There you go. Ben just said, "So, not sure if you covered this already or if you were going to or not, but do we have an idea for release date for His Tanks?" And then that video hit. Perfect, isn't it? Really? Um, yes. So Pat and I were kind of discussing this beforehand, weren't we, bud? Um, His Tanks will start with that first, and then we'll move on to Mutton Junkyard. But the His Tank. It's got to be very close, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm
1: thinking that probably their approach to sending out all the his tanks would be to try to get as many of them over by boat as possible on multiple trips, warehouse them, and then ship them out. Because it would really stink to have somebody else get theirs and yours still either be on the boat or not even on the boat yet.
0: Yeah, they've done that, I think, with a lot of their uh, – com- it feels like they do that with the HasLab campaigns, doesn't it? Because uh, it's very – like, you- you'll see, like, all of them coming in and people posting that they're getting it and everything like that. But it's all within, like, a week or so. It's not – you don't see, like, months and months of that dragging on uh, where you do with some other figures. Um, but obviously, it makes sense with the HasLab because, like, I think there's so much money goes down from from people that they-, they feel that they need to really get it out there as soon as possible for everybody. So, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And they have been hitting shores now for a number of months, Um, according to the shipping information, which is sort of behind a paywall. I think most of the time. I I went to. I I remember um, a a long time ago. Do you remember the? Do you remember the first year, mate, when it was like the first year of classified, when it was dung beetle and carpenter ant and tarantula and all those internal code words. I remember shipping manifests coming through from I forget the, the website, but it's one where you get like a you have to pay for it to get the information. It's public, like you know, available for the public, but it's still behind a paywall uh, to kind of get it. So I remember that kind of information was going around, and they would just have lists and lists of, of text, and in there would be you know your code words, and you'd be digging them out and trying to find out what was what was there. So that's effectively what's been going on um, with Jedi Jaybird and the, the information he's been sharing. So um, it's really cool that we can, yeah. That well, Whitman is the internal code word for the his tank, and uh, dastardly pet, as we're aware, is the name for Mutton Junkyard. Now, for Mutton Junkyard, I think we've covered everything there for his tanks. We, we they're going to be. Let's face it, they're going to be soon because in the interview I did with Emily and Lenny, she said, "Let's do a second part of the interview." in like early to mid-November. So, because that's when, you know, she would nod, nod, wink, winked that the His Tanks would be shipped out. Yeah. Um, oh, so, oh, sorry, yeah. Sorry, and also, um, Diana said Neil Ross was the other uh, voice actor. Thank you, Diana. That's who I was trying to think. It was Neil Ross and uh, Latter that did those Ripper and Buzzer voices. Um, Neil Ross Buzzer, Frank Welker Torch, Chris Latter Ripper. Thank you, Jeff. I appreciate that. Um it's funny as well because I'm doing a video about torch and I had to write that exact frigging thing out and I just I never retain information obviously. Um mountain junkyard then. Could you see I mean this to me screams that weekend the 1027 the MCM London. I think we could see this one because we've seen the the figure is is done. Like we've seen it it's now shipping into US shores. It seems like this has got to be sooner again rather than later. I I think that 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 sounds for sure. Things things
1: are just adding up that way. It would be weird to me to think that they would uh, bring this to shore and not also put it available for sale and then to to have to warehouse it and wait for something else to come over. Um, No, it, it would make sense to me to get this up sooner rather than later.
0: Do you know that brings that actually brings me to a, another talking point, there, Pat. That you just kind of like opened in my brain. You know how like we've seen a lot of product going to like clearance recently, uh, oh. loads of it, right? Yeah, that's why I opened with Ollie's. <laughs> Amazing! I wish I'd noticed what that was. I thought you were just like reading the weekly newspaper. No, uh-uh. yeah, it was Ollie's.
1: Ollie's, and it was.
0: Oh, phenomenal. Yeah. So we've seen a lot of this recently. Now I'm going to put like 16 and 12 together and get 3,005. Emily mentioned that they have effectively squeezed a year's worth of product into six months of distribution. Right. And Mm. when you talked about the warehouse scenario, then it's pretty obvious and clear to me what's going on here. They have, because there's, there's, there's a few items that have been going direct to clearance rather than even showing up in a in a um, you know in a dot yeah. store or anything like that, what I think has happened is because of that attempt to get on top of everything and to squeeze everything out to get everything in to get it all you know delivered, I feel like they've had to clearance a load of stuff out of warehouse, get it out of the the, the way so that all this other stuff can come in. That's what it feels like to me and, and it's probably the reason why we're getting this stuff at clearance so quickly.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's not awful that, in order to get me my Hiss tank, I already paid for. You have to sell a bunch of GI Joes to me potentially for five dollars. <laughs> I'll do that. I still have not seen a single Crimson Guard.
0: I, yeah, I haven't. I don't think I've I've seen one. I've seen a Python Crimson Guard. But I've, yeah, I've never seen a regular Crimson Guard. I've never seen um, the only what in fact the only ones I have seen would be easier to to say Rock and Roll and I think Shipwreck. I think that's it. I think they're the only not, two I've not seen. Not a clearance, though. Have you? No one on, on the shelves in general. Just oh okay. No, I, ever I'm talking out. about
1: clearance. A bunch of people are reporting that the five dollars includes Crimson Guards. Damn. And So far, I've only seen uh, Dusty, Zarana,
0: Zoranna, and...
1: yeah, and um, Stalker and Tomax and Zamot.
0: Yeah. Um... Oh, and,
1: and the Snake Eyes movie wave. Like yeah, like a million cases in cases of those. Yeah.
0: What about and Fortnite's been showing up as well, hasn't it? And Sarge. Yeah, um, I got a
1: Sarge and a Fortnite, but I didn't find those myself. A local friend uh, found them. So Fortnite Snake Eyes, twenty bucks. Sarge, like twelve or thirteen bucks.
0: I also wonder if that's why there was an early price decrease on um, Grunt. Randomly, that then went straight back up to twenty four ninety nine. I I
1: don't think so. I think that they got confused as to which wave Grunt was in and Dusty was in. Because that's a good shout. Dusty didn't get clearanced out with the rest of his wave, and then Grunt of the next wave did.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of so. sense. Um, and the fact that they uh, they were quite transparent in their error with the uh, the trouble bubble pricing. Yeah, Um, yeah, it it could be that. This again, this is the problem, isn't it? Maybe the code names are getting them confused. (laughs) (laughs) This is a logistical nightmare you're dealing with when you're trying to, you know, get all of this stuff out. Like it would be, it would be hard enough right now if you just had a regular rhythm, like good rhythm of a year, with the amount of products still that they churn out. Even in a year, that's a lot of stuff. Like it is. You're kind of at the you know, the, the, that peak kind of Marvel Legends period where there was like retro Spider-Man, there was, you know, regular Marvel Legends movie waves. And it was just constant for like a, about a year. There was just Marvel Legends every week being revealed. And it kind of feels that... Almost like not the power dynamic has shifted, but shifted. But it feels that way with with Classified, doesn't it? Like it's just all the time.
1: Yeah, honestly, it it has become. I have become very overwhelmed with it, and have not been. It, it's been a down point for me for the entire for the entire line. Like not only is the six inch scale not for me, but the the rate that they're coming out is especially not for me. Uh, even if it was a matter of, um, you know not a matter of money it's just the matter of collection maintenance and just constantly getting these things in and almost feeling like a glutton
0: <laughs> glutton free um, yeah I', I I'm, I'm, this, I'm very in a similar boat to you obviously I do like the the classified series I, I'm, I'm well into the, the the scale and everything but I've had to stop completely I mean there are other factors involved buying a house for one. Um, that's quite important. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that takes precedent. And then when we're be- in a better position following that, then I, I'll you know probably get back into the the swing of things. We classified, but um, there's this kind of situation at the moment where even if we weren't buying a house, I would be like, I don't think I can deal with this. I went to the UK like to visit the family, and Nick, I go to see uh, Nick in De Toys and he's like, Oh yeah, I just got all these in, and it was like about. I don't know. I, I must have done about seven unboxings with double unboxings every episode. Like it was insanity. So like I, I'm I'm also overwhelmed. Trust me. And it got to the point where it's just like, okay, I'm going to take a step back. Obviously, I'm still going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy the reveals. I'm going to enjoy the product from a distance at the moment. But at this stage, it's just so much, man. It is it is next level amounts of things. Um Mr. Cheeseburger has some 1027 predictions. Raptor, Crystal Ball, Bench Press, Sci-Fi, Frostbite, Next Wave for Sure. That is a deep bunch of cuts there, Mr. Cheeseburger. What do you think of that lineup there, Pat, for I uh... I'd really be curious to see what they would do
1: with a crystal ball shield at this point. Hell yeah. You know?
0: Lenticular, and... or do you think an actual working uh, TV screen? <laughs>
1: No, I don't see it being lenticular. So I wonder if it would have some sort of, yeah, I don't know. They would have to put some effort into that shield to make it do more than just be a
0: lenticular. I think what they could do is have the pattern on it and have it spin on the on the point of the connection. That would be it. really cool. If they Wouldn't could that be like, wicked?
1: Yeah, if they could get like a some good bearings in there. Yeah. You know, and and make it actually spin well. Yeah, I agree. I think that would be a way to go.
0: That'd be dope. Thank you, Mister Cheeseburger. That's fun. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway, sorry. There's loads of comments. Oh my god. Where is Grunt on clearance? Um, he's not anymore. Paisano seven seven seven. It was an early kind of situation where he just appeared um, at for like eleven ninety nine or eleven something. I think it was. And yeah. then like after about. It was a decent amount of time, and then after after a while, he went back up to twenty four ninety nine. So uh, it was yeah, it was weird. Um, Dusty grunt, isn't there a difference? Says the figure six pack. They're this not the same. Um, uh, grunt was a price error at Target that's been fixed now. Says Todd. Yeah, okay. The, well, yeah, we we kind of we kind of uh, insinuated it was probably an error uh, so it would be fortunate. nice if they,
1: if it was the if it was the error that i'm guessing if they would clearance out those dusties because that's all that's at my target yeah some
0: dusty i've seen a lot of dusties as well um, love the pets i want to see some new pets added to the line like a penguin with one of the arctic characters a monkey would be a fun pet for one of the Dreadnoughts. that sounds amazing i love that slave that's amazing um Crystal Ball will be next year's SDCC exclusive, says Charlotte. That would be pretty cool. I got Grunt at GameStop, says Ben. That would, Yeah, I got Grunt at In-Demand Toys. Thank you, Nick. He was one of the many figures I picked up in the UK when I was out there. Um, uh, cool. Right. Uh, still waiting for Grunt to come down in price for real. Uh, you might be waiting a little while longer for that, but you never know. The, 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 the rate at which, as we've just been discussing... This stuff is going through. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of other stuff that is even more recent starts hitting clearance just so they can, you know, get that space, which is funny, isn't it? It's like um <laughs> Johnny, sorry, Johnny B54 has got a funny comment. He says, Chris, blink twice if classified has lab three in the works. Blink three times if you know what it is. I'm not blinking at all, Johnny, because I have no clue. Um, You're not allowed to as... blink the rest of the episode now. Though. I know. I'm just going to be like this. sweating Um, I'm going to say I have no idea if there's a third HasLab coming I assume there would be but probably next year
1: You did blink twice while you said that though
0: Did I? Sugar plums Um, I'm just going (laughs) to blink three times then I know what it is I don't know what it is Um, Anyway, it's not about the HasLab conversation We're we're like, oh, by the way apologies that the monthly's been been on hiatus for a couple of months we will get back to it in november it's just we're in a, a difficult period of getting availability sorted so um yeah so the, we'll we'll get back on it apologies for no monthlies but it does spread our you know opportunity to talk a bit more about cool things on the monthly anyway uh ben tatum says it's the defiant now we're talking Haslabs. it's not the defiant um it's the Buzzbore Sherlock. absolutely that's what it is um, whale Haslab confirmed i love how this rumors start from just jokes and i guarantee some sort of Haslab rumor will be out by the end of the day as if like that's a real thing um anyway that is his tank and mutton junkyard um let's move on to the uh, we've got two more big stories to talk about pat and the first one is mezco related <laughs> Earlier in the week, Mezco Toys posted a teaser image promising a pre-order drop for their upcoming 112 Collective Duke figure, which we first saw in the Mezco display cabinet at SDCC. Well, they did drop pre-orders on Wednesday and a bucket load of promo images as well, so let's get stuck in, shall we? Yeah, Let's get stuck in, shall we? Um, Mezco Toys dropped the 112 Collective Duke. Excuse me. We saw this figure in the display cabinet at uh, SDCC, and um, got like a mixed reception, but it wasn't the final kind of uh, figure anyway. But um, what are your thoughts, Pat, seeing this one for the first time? The
1: first time that I saw it, I was more focused on the uniform and what that looked like. And it looks, you know, pretty good, but the face sculpt is not
0: good. It's interesting, isn't it? I've got to admit, it, it's it's a different take, absolutely. Um, what I think was the most out... And, and again, this could change in the final production, but what I noticed was the eyes seem to be quite... not They're far apart anywhere in the sculpt, but the dots are too far to the outside of the eyes, so it looks really wide. And I think we'll see another shot um, in a sec. These ones are great, by the way. These, he these looks come...
1: really, really angry or...
0: Um overwhelmed a little Super bit evil he kind of looks evil there. he
1: does look a little evil yeah it's like uh and that's that's why it's not working i i don't i'm not like making fun of the sculpting skill i just don't think that this is sculpted to look like duke
0: no i no i, I get definitely get what you're saying there there's like a um for me like i've got to say that other than the eyes i don't think i'd have a problem with it um it's just though the eyes and the way they're painted seems to be really wide, and what I'll show you um, uh, image-wise, these look great, actually. These images right here look really good. I'm quite into these head sculpts. Um, This one where he's kind of yelling, and this one where he's kind of, even though he looks a little bit mischievous, um, it's this one that kind of has me going, yeah, Yeah. those eye, like the the pupils are too, like one of them's definitely off-center. It doesn't look right. yeah, so but like in terms of the the head sculpt though, I don't I don't have a problem with them trying something a little bit different with him, kind of making him a little bit kind of more muscular and square jawed and all that kind of stuff. Because Duke has had like he's 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 had the the kind of soft features, he's had the the kind of like distinguished gentleman look, and he's had the young guy look, and he's kind of had this like linebacker look as well and if you this has got vibes of the uh, Bait 1000 Toys um, head sculpt for me I okay. think it might be the, hair, the hairstyle because it's got the kind of hair on top with the shaved sides and back um, do you remember that one?
1: Uh, I, I remember the, the figure but I can't specifically picture the head in my mind
0: you'd take like yeah it would come off and you get the cyborg thing underneath um, but right. yeah it was that one but um, yeah, it kind but of that
1: one that. was so clearly like almost like an Elseworld inspired by Duke, but not really intended to be exactly
0: the Duke that you know at right. all. They had more this freedom one, to go nuts on that one, definitely. I don't know. This This one, I, I think
1: back to the 112, we saw Roadblock, right? Roadblock yes. was one of the earlier ones. Yes. yes. That face sculpt looked really good. Yeah, it was phenomenal. Yeah, this one, it's I, I don't know. It doesn't, and it could be the paint. It could even be the fact that there's so much red in and around his eyes that his eyes look a little irritated or something. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's <laughs> he's been crying the whole time. Um <laughs> yeah, he's been crying because his eyes are too far apart. But yeah, no, I I I have to agree with that one again. I don't think I don't think it's. Um, the, like the worst head sculpt in the world by by any means. Uh, but it's definitely, I, I think from your perspective, you're kind of, and not to put words in your mouth, Pat, but I'm under, from my understanding, you're saying it doesn't feel like Duke to you. That is correct. It yeah. doesn't
1: feel like Duke to me. It Come feels up. like another G.I. Joe character, and that's fine.
0: Just not so much Duke. It's like if they paint it, what hair, what, uh, hair color is Captain Gridiron? It's like brunette, isn't he? He's like brown hair. Is he? Light brown, yeah. Light brown. They just did a light brown haircut. It could be Captain Gridiron. if You know, that. that's sure. the kind of head sculpts I could imagine Captain Gridiron having, you know, like an actual football player kind of build and all that kind of stuff, you know? Because this yeah. guy, I mean, this dude looks huge. He looks really like a unit because Mezco do that same kind of body shape size and they're all quite stocky. Even the snake eyes is really stocky. Um, so, yeah. Uh, anyway, okay. Head sculpts aside... Uh, what about all of his gear he comes with? Anything standing out to you? Uh, honestly, not nothing
1: in particular. The helmet, I think. I think that isn't there a picture of all the gear by itself? The helmet has like a weird uh, beak to it. Does it not? Yeah, that's what stood out to me. That's what stood out to me is that that I don't know it. I shouldn't say it looks off because clearly they're trying to make it look in, look like something that's their own. Yeah. I don't think that they're really going for, um, the classic look that I would like them to go for, but they're not. Uh, and that's fine. It's a, it's always fun to, to re-envision characters and they've got a lot going for it. I I like the second strap kind of, that comes down for his bandolier. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah something a little bit better. It still looks a lot like Duke, since one is so much thicker than the other. Um,
0: Yeah. I I, don't have, like like there, I don't have a problem. It's it's really just that one head, I think, that has got the eyes kind of like very oddly painted. And it might Um, even
1: just be the photography, like the way that that came out. It might look very different in hand.
0: Speaking of hands, good segue that, Pat. Um, (laughs) Look at all of them. It's like 500. That's the most hands I think I've seen on a Mezco figure um, for G.I. Joe so far. That's a lot of hands. That's handy. It um, is. He's got three head sculpts, as we've seen. He's got that kind is of that like... 18 h- hands then? Yeah. 13. 13 hands. I don't think... Yeah, 13 into uh, That's a lot of hands.
1: 15. Because I think the two that are on him count.
0: Yeah, but I... Th- are they not it is three times five yeah i don't see those it says 13 Unless interchangeable that is... so maybe that means 13 extra
1: uh, yeah that could be i don't know I-, I was just thinking that it was those hands in addition to the ones that are on him because the head is three heads right
0: right correct no i know no, i see what you're saying i, I, I get yeah. it 100 um yeah, it, I, I don't know exactly is the answer to that. But maybe the ones that he's wearing, maybe the hands that he's wearing. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the hands that he's wearing are part of that 13 uh, collection on the left-hand side. But yeah, he'll probably tell you on um, uh, on the website, which I can't be bothered to check out. Um, it's like this, yeah, you, you, you guys can work it out for me. Uh, Rachel I'm says. I gonna Duke...
1: say, you're right, it's 13 because they why would they say three and then say 13? So yeah, it is 13.
0: Um uh, uh Rachel says Duke looks like Will Ferrell to me. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a Will Ferrell vibe going on. Uh brilliant. I can see a lot of uh, elf um kind of customs. I can see Anchorman customs out of this one. It's gonna be brilliant. Um anyway. Oh the two on him are in the hand pile, says Diana. and Diana's definitely done her research on this Duke figure I I'm would sure. imagine yeah <laughs> uh, Diana, what do you think are you a fan? I did I, actually I did think I see you said something a little earlier. Um, the pupils thing they are tiny, aren't they definitely It's different but I don't hate it. okay, cool. Um, nice. okay well, you you're the barometer for Duke uh, so we'll use you for that. Um, and also, obviously, we've got a lot of kind of accessory, like weapons as well. We've got the pistol. We've got um, clips for the pistol. We've got the knife and sheath, blast effects, rifles, all the usual stuff. Anything standing out to you there?
1: Well, not a standing out. All this stuff looks good, though.
0: Yeah, it looks nice, doesn't it? The uh, the rifles look really good, quite modern. Um, yeah, it looks... That are only a lot lot of decent amount of stuff going on there. Looks more like John Cena, says Kay. That's another good shout. Just a thick head, isn't it? It's just a big, like, slab of meat of a head. That's what it is. It just reminds me of the guy that uh...
1: plays Jack Reacher.
0: Yes. Yes. What is his name? Someone let us know in the comments. I've forgotten. But yeah, that's a great shout. I like him. Yeah, yeah, probably yeah. one like like, season. should we, should we, um, we should get him as Duke on the next movie? <laughs> Pat's like, do not even talk to me about that. Um, moving on, we've got, we have got some other cool stuff. He gets a little scarf as well, which is pretty dope, and it's uh, soft goods, obviously. So you can kind of like, you know, ha- have it go on him any way you like. Uh, but I, I do like that addition, that's a nice touch um he's kind of got that desert vibe hasn't he duke um uh,
1: maybe a little bit here it, it's coming across yeah and he's got like the bedroll i don't know
0: yeah is you're right that, he has the that bedroll.
1: that's like a foot splash what is that next to the shovel uh
0: that is a mud splash
1: yeah is that for running I guess. I mean, that's a that's an interesting effect accessory.
0: Alan Rickson, thank you, Darren. Appreciate it. Is the actor that plays Jack Reacher? Thank you, Darren. Much appreciated. Alan Rickson. Um, yeah, the I th- I'm guessing that is just yeah where you put like where you can have them running and it looks like their foot's in the ground in the mud spot. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. Um, <laughs> uh, the helmet is an interesting one, isn't it? Um, it's got yeah, they've got that little lip on a little visor kind of thing going on.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like the the original 82, 83 helmets, but that visor gives it a completely different look. It almost makes me think of Endor.
0: Yes. That's what it reminded me of. I couldn't I couldn't place it. I don't know why. It.
1: Because it's not at all the same
0: type of helmet, but No, but it does have that vibe 100%. Yeah um binoculars what canteen awesome i love the little uh that that um uh shovel is foldable as well so that's pretty awesome and that walkie talkie looks dope that it looks like they've done a lot of um deep kind of research into kind of like newer modern items because that walkie talkie looks proper chunky i really like it it that's does really, it looks good yeah it looks um, really good yeah cool well that's mezco duke talked about mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's much else to really say there as a pat. Um, you can get him on a uh, link in the description, obviously to pre-order. It is the deluxe version as well. I should probably mention. Um, I don't know what um, extra he comes with. Diana, what is the extra that he comes with as a deluxe? Is it the, just is it just a bunch more accessories, or do that, do, they, do they specify? Because I have not done my due diligence at all mainly because I just haven't had any time to even think, let alone um, look at things on the internet. I do like
1: all the the photography that they've already done with them. That looks really good.
0: Mezco are definitely up there in their product and promo shots, 100%. I have to agree with that. Um, And funny enough, the link I have on the thing doesn't even work anymore. That's weird. Okay, I'm not going to bother. Anyway, yeah, you can get it. It's just all the gear says Diana okay good <laughs> and yes we're going to the expert when it comes to duke 100% ed um duke diligence i like it mark that's genius talking joe in the house oh we just sorry getting a i'm going to ignore that i'm not sure if you heard that but i did i do hear it yeah brilliant brilliant that that means that doorbell means it's time for the next news segment <laughs> it's turned into a game show this show hasn't it um okay next up then and this is actually breaking news sort of um so I don't have a video for it because I I didn't have time but anyway it is hire toys there you go that's the only that's the bumper you get for uh breaking news uh, yes, Hire Toys have revealed their major blood exquisite mini GI Joe figure, and this one's pretty cool actually. Um, they, They've—I wouldn't say they've had some misses because that would be uh, doing them a disservice—but I was a little concerned about the head sculpt when that was revealed. I was concerned that Lady J might follow suit, but she actually looks all right. There's a there's an issue where like you can't really they. They've almost like covered her eyes a little bit. remember when we had that conversation, Pat? Yeah. With a hat. Yeah. Um, but this one, I think this is kind of like a return to form almost. Um, what do you think? I would agree. Um, and
1: I was kind of hoping that, I, I think I actually did say, whenever we were looking at the last Haya figure, that I was hoping that we would get major blood soon. Because I was really hoping that some of the details that we've seen in the painting that were red, on the painting would end up red on the higher figure, even though they didn't on the six-inch figure. Right. And it looks like that's the case.
0: Yep, look at that. There's a good shot of the arm as well, like, to give you that kind of, like, kind of metal mm-hmm. effect. Um Yeah, I, I definitely have to agree. Like, this is effectively what higher are doing, and it's obvious now, and it's been obvious since day one pretty much. But they're effectively doing all of the kind of, I want, to, I want to call them evergreen, but they're not. But they, that was kind of the idea, I guess, wasn't it, early on, to have like a, an evergreen sort of design aesthetic for G.I. Joe that kind of started with the Classified series, um, followed suit with other kind of things in the line, Operation Blackout, the game, um, the website, the artwork, all of the kind of promotional and media stuff. There was going to be this sort of like evergreen sort of design thing and rather than do that uh to like what the original classified figures were and all that kind of stuff they've gone into realms of like concept like deco and 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 artwork on the box and stuff like that which i really like lo- i like that i like that they're doing something that's you know similar or the same let's face it um Beachhead, for example, but then using that, um, what's the word, um, like the different deco uh, on the wrists, on the, on the mask and stuff that you see on the back of the artwork. So it's like doing slightly different things with it. And again, they're doing slightly different things with Major Blood here, and I think it's a good idea to do so.
1: Yeah, it seems like they're going, like whenever uh, we as fans kind of reacted to all of the initial classified stuff and some of the waves Seem to quickly adjust to become a little more classic looking um, in paint first and then in design and paint later. Yeah. And I I think that that's what we're seeing here is that the original plans are still being executed just uh, in four inches.
0: Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, What you like, it's clear he's going to come with is pretty much his loadout from uh, the classified figure as well. Uh, but it's it feels like slightly different with the the four-inch figures because it's like some things that you wouldn't have necessarily expected them to do as secondaries on a four-inch figure become a secondary on this figure in a which you know what i mean like they might be like molded pieces for example is what i'm getting at or they might be like just a holster that clips on rather than the whole strap is is a secondary do you know what i mean like, thing, just things like that. Um, so I quite like the fact that we're getting these kind of, like, very detailed four-inch figures.
1: Yeah, I'm still curious about the quality. I, I did buy one um, maybe two and a half or three months ago. Yeah. And it didn't show up. It didn't show up. And, you know, I had to say, hey, where is it? And finally, I just got a refund and was told, hey, you know, they were out of stock. We didn't yeah. really have those so i probably need to call my comic shop or see if there's some way that i can get this through diamond
0: yeah it's difficult isn't it because these these are only available in the asian market basically and because of that it's very difficult to get them anywhere other than like robot kingdom Uh, well Haya's website now says though to check diamond oh brilliant okay maybe there's been a little bit of an update then in that case that's cool yeah uh patty had sent us information on that well, oh, that's okay. Well, I remember a while ago, like back in, I think it was the, um, the the first release. I reached out to them, sent them an email, and they responded to say, "Keep an eye out for Diamond in the future." So we had that information early on. I I wasn't aware they kind of, uh, we did, but last night, uh, whenever this was mentioned,
1: but like Patty mentioned it to both of us, and um, sorry, Patty. I- yeah, whenever I uh clicked on his information, there's actually or he linked us to the Hyatt Toys Facebook thing and it says, Check yeah. shop on and it's hyattoys.com/slash pages where to buy. And if you click on that, um, United States distributor Diamond Comics, nice. Um, and then it even says retailer, amazon.com, big bad toy store. So
0: fantastic. Okay, well, uh, that's yeah, that, that is great. So okay. maybe i oh, see. Yeah, okay, cool. Um, that's great. That's good to know. Um, I have had no time to look at even posts that Paddy sends us. Sorry, Paddy. Um, yeah, that's great. That's brilliant stuff. And that's good to know because it means that a lot of people have been asking me again the kind of same question like, where can we get these? But there you go, is the answer. Um, link is actually on our Facebook page. It's in the description as well to the Facebook post by Hire. So if you want to click on that and do what Pat just said, find the link where it's where to buy. Click on that and it basically takes you through that, um, you know, to show you where you can actually get them. A uh, local comic store looks like a good shout, actually, Pat, to uh, try and order those in. Or even maybe a local independent toy store. Um, you know, uh, couple, yeah, that's, yeah, that's true. A couple spring to mind, like the toy department, Roma Collectibles, um, in-demand toys, if you're in the UK. See what they say. See if they can get hold of them. Um, anyway, Um, yeah, I think it looks really good without the helmet, It looks pretty dope as well. Um, uh, what I mean What are your thoughts on the head sculpts?
1: This is what I wanted from these Uh, once they kind of were committed to doing the classified designs in four-inch That kind of felt like it was giving these a little more purpose if it had just been classic stuff again I, I don't know because I know that the high I don't have any of them yet um, like I said, I tried Yeah, but I really don't think that they're they're going to fit that well with all the four inch stuff that I already have, so they might as well build out um, something that has its own purpose, and yeah. that purpose to me is taking the classified designs and making them four inch. Absolutely, which is um, going to run out because eventually, you know, the classified stuff is just becoming uh, more classic in design anyway.
0: Totally. And that that's I mean that's what we talked about. I mean, we, we kind of discussed what kind of characters you have really left in that kind of old school design kind of style. I think Roblox still hasn't been done. So Roblox are not a possibility. And even right. second and even Cobra Island Roblox. You know who, is who there. I want? Go for I, it. I want
1: the blackout
0: bat. Oh wow. Yeah, that kind of really crazy looking operation blackout battle yeah Android.
1: because even as a different kind of uh design style i think that one actually would since it's a robot it's going to work with any of the old four inch gi joe
0: totally totally um yeah I-, I have to agree that's a really good shout actually I really do like that um and yeah and again i think this figure looks phenomenal you can't I find like with major blood especially that classic style and design you can't really go that wrong with him like he I loved his sideshow figure I loved his uh classified figure this one looks really good um obviously when you when you um it's it, it, it kind of becomes more of a personal preference when you start getting into different versions of major blood I personally love the Sonic fighters of major blood I personally love that version three is it is it version three with the the bit on his the bit of the thing on his elbow
1: yeah yeah the spike on his elbow like yep
0: yeah that that um that even that's pretty damn cool like and and then i really liked the ones they did in the modern four inch uh realm i really liked the uh the python patrol one even though they didn't paint his tash
1: <laughs> do you remember that yeah i do remember that we were sent his head later
0: yeah, do you remember being... I remember being in the line, the queue, um, in wherever hall we were in at that time. And I remember someone coming out and having to yell it at the top of their voice about the situation. And and not didn't they didn't have the megaphone or anything. Someone just came out and yelled it. I don't think it was Brian. I think it was someone else. And they basically just explained why that it he hasn't been painted, we'll send you one in the... <laughs> After the fact, and I remember it was just so it was so lo-fi and hilarious. It was just brilliant. Um, yeah, that was a fun, that was a funny, funny set. Uh, but that was a great set. That was the Marauders set as well, wasn't it? That didn't it have was a, a sergeant. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the hats slouched as Marauders. Do you remember that? The, the yeah, I ended up getting one of those. The spelling error. Oh, mate, I bet that's worth two dollars. Uh, no, a few dollars. <laughs> literally two dollars um anyway uh yeah cool i um and isn't it funny that major blood hasn't really been they haven't gone back to that mold at all yet for classified i haven't been keeping track
1: of of the tooling for classified maybe i should do that just for uh some weird kind of fun that only i would have
0: i mean i guess (laughs) i guess there's probably parts of him that have been reused yeah there may be parts here and there We haven't seen a major blood redeco or something. Right, yeah. So yeah, I I don't know. I think it would be kind of cool to start, you know, maybe get him in a... Well, the thing is, if it's Python Patrol, he's kind of got to be, you know, he's got to have the grenades on him, hasn't he, really? But you know what I'm saying. Um, Yeah, okay, cool. So I think there's more... Yeah, they've got some clearer shots on on kind of uh, lighter backgrounds here, so you can really see the Uh, you can really see the figure a lot clearer here. Those, again, lovely production shots. They're they're promo shots, again, from most companies that have the the license for GI Joe are really good. Um, I suppose they all have to try and sell it, don't they? Yeah, there's that one shot
1: uh, where it's really showing the red on his right hand where his left wrist is looking pretty weak. But the rest of these I really like.
0: That one. Yep. Yeah, cool. So I wanted to make sure it was the right one. We don't have that um loadout image um as well, but it's pretty clear that he has removable dog tags. He has the secondaries, which are uh, we are, are actually uh you know secondaries, including the belt and the uh the kind of um holster on the right thigh. He's got the the big kind of blaster, he's got the removable helmet, he's got the smaller blaster, and he's got the backpack with the um the little kind of like shells as well. So it's pretty much what you'd expect, uh, you know, with this figure. Um, I don't know, pretty cool, like it. Um, will you be getting it? Is the question, Pat? I'm going to try. Um, it's a little weird that
1: that rocket launcher, the one on the on the rocket launcher, it doesn't have a red tip too. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to try to get this. Definitely, definitely going to try. I, I will call. I actually owe that comic shop a phone call for another reason anyway. So I'm going to call and see if that's something they can do if I stop by. I don't know if I'll have to pay it ahead or, or what will happen, but that would be
0: fine. Yeah, cool. Well, that's um, what I would say as well is um, I'm actually surprised at the amount of figures Haya have been revealing. Yeah, It's quite steady. It's quite, you know, it's reasonable amount. But at the same time, it's more than I thought they were going to be revealing. Yeah, I'm still kind of curious
1: how long this line is going to go and how far they're going to go. Uh, once we get to that point where a lot of the classified designs are,
0: you know, mm.
1: more classic looking.
0: I wonder if they'll take it upon themselves to start designing in that sort of style. Other characters, yeah. which I wouldn't, I wouldn't be averse to honestly. Especially, well, it depends obviously on what it looked like, what the first one looked like. I might be averse to it if I saw it and it looked hideous. But um, no, I think it would be kind of cool for them to just, you know, again, do their own thing, but keep it within that, you know, that universe that they're kind of creating and building. It'll be funny if they just start bringing out four inch figures that are the classic ones, though, Pat. Yeah, I know. I I think that I think I want them to stick with what they're doing. Defo. Um, Sorry, multitasking. Oh cool. Skybound have posted something that neat. All right, I'll check that out. Thank you, Diana. Um right then. Okay. So, uh, that's it for the news this week. Um obviously we've got uh one more little thing to talk about uh which will be uh in the shout outs. We'll get to that right now and uh, yeah, Pat and I going to discussing a little bit of the Super 7 Mothership, so uh, let's get into shoutouts. Have you tried Hoarder yet? No? Well, you need to. If you have a collection of things and want to create a fun and easy way of organising it, and of course showing it off, then get involved. You can post items and build collections, and you can drop a status like getting a fun delivery, or seeing some awesome related stuff on your travels. Build your collections with Hoarder. The app is free to download on Google Play and the App Store, so what are you waiting for? Get to hoarding. A few people saying that the major blood classified figure was effectively the Cobra Trooper body with a new right arm and head. Yeah, what I was getting at, guys, I wasn't getting at the reuse of parts, which is obviously something that happens on a regular basis. I did mention that when we were talking about it. What I mean is we haven't seen major Friggin blood repainted is what I'm saying. Does that understood? Do we get I, it? I think that it'd be neat if they
1: used the new Major Blood parts along with something other than the classified Trooper to, you know, just make a different version of Major Blood. Like maybe the uh, the yellow and blue one, which was the, you know, the fun school one. Yes,
0: the... That'd you be love fun. that one. That's your favorite Blood, isn't it?
1: No, I don't. I don't think so. But I I like it. I don't have one would like to I, have a fun school blue and yellow
0: major blood did you did you um you, you bring that one up for the monthly when we talked foreign i think i did yeah i think i did I, yeah that is that yeah it's a cracker man i love it it's just such a bonkers deco as well as well for like the for for blood but i think yeah in a more kind of subdued tone it could make a lot of sense but um I, I do I do love that I do love what fun school do it, it's just bonkers um that was yeah yeah I love that um anyway my favorite is probably oh that's a tough one what's my favorite major blood there's uh, not a lot of them I'm just thinking version wise we're going to ruin our version of therapy aren't we for a major blood consumer one's pretty nice actually it is yeah it is pretty cool I do like the modern pyth patrol, I think. The, 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 the modern four inch Python Patrol with no Tash. Anyway, um specifically with no tash, he shaved it for that one day. Um right then. Next, shout outs, buddy. What are your shout outs? I think you know.
1: Shout out as always to Philip. Um, we are still working on something for the month. I just don't know when that's going to happen. I've got a busy month ahead. And then I'm also kind of prepping for assembly required.
0: I wish I was.
1: Yeah, so I'm kind of I'm kind of tied up as far as um, being busy goes. I don't know if you can tell by my voice today that sleep was weird last night all because <laughs> of how busy I am.
0: Yeah, uh, don't worry. I feel your pain in a major, major blood way. Um, yeah, I uh, yeah, that's cool. Shout out to Phil. Pat, shout out to you. Sorry, that's sorry you've been away as well for so bloody long. It's it's been far too long that you've been uh, not doing the show and yeah it's it's I um, I feel I feel complete now you complete me
1: <laughs> all right well i i'm happy to be back on i really am yeah it was uh it, it's it was difficult uh whenever i wasn't on and the topic of o ring figures came up i was sad
0: there you go good good segue that Let's was my talk. segue i was hoping you would get that Let's talk Super 7 for a bit. First off, you want to shout out the early bird, right?
1: I do. Because if you look at their website,
0: this is going to be the
1: last week that we will talk about it on the weekly. And there is still time to get in for the parachutes if there is enough funding in time for the parachutes, as I understand it, right? Because doesn't it yeah. have to hit 4,000? Yeah. And then anyone who is ordered by the 22nd, which is Sunday... Uh, Twenty second by eleven fifty nine PM. I'm assuming, I'm assuming Pacific.
0: That is correct. I'm just double checking to see where it's at, which is annoying because I had it ready and for some reason deleted. You know, got rid of the the page I was on. I don't know why. This always happens to me. Um, so, I do, personally, I have to say, I'm not a hundred percent sure. They'll get there, but we are at 1180, and that has gone up quite dramatically since I last checked it, which was only yesterday. So um, 1100 and diagnostic 80. That's not no, bad. you need to click refresh, because I just
1: looked at it, and it says 1250.
0: Okay. what Mine literally did refresh. Maybe it's moving rapidly as we speak to try and get that. Um, yeah, it's how it says 1250. Is it moving that fast? I don't know. I literally refreshed, and I, that's what I got on my screen. There was nothing on there, and it refreshed and came up with 1180. Oh, I was, I was happy to make a diagnostic 80 pun there as well. Damn it. Okay. Yeah, 1250. That's not bad. Um, I'd still, I'm not sure, though. We've got today, tomorrow, and then Sunday.
1: Yeah, it's going to be close. I'm thinking that these parachutes aren't going to happen. You know, I'm concerned about the project. Um, I, I yeah. do like what they're presenting. Oh, God, mate. It's... You know, it's I put on my nitpick helmet from my uh, my mask <laughs> my mask action figure, uh, and I have things to say. You know, okay. if I were to say a lot, we we don't need to go into the details. Overall, I like the attitude of the project. I like what they're bringing to the table. I like the idea of the figure packs at fifteen bucks a figure. Yeah, um, at least that's better than what we've been getting from some other things better than a a $20 5 POA. Um, But yeah, I'm concerned that
0: it may not happen. However, uh, 500 since yesterday, says Darren. I think it was. I checked yesterday and it was no, it wasn't even in the thousands. So yeah, so um, maybe it's moving.
1: Yeah, so I could see some people feeling a little left out if they get theirs, but don't get the parachutes. So I I did want to shout this out because you have until Sunday. And I think that the way this works is different than a HasLab, where you get billed at the end of the campaign. I'm pretty sure that the way this one works is you get billed as soon as you add it to cart and check out. And then if it doesn't fund, you get the money back. Is that correct? Yeah,
0: I I don't know. Maybe. Uh, I don't know the details on that one, actually. I do know that you can do for interest free installments as well. Mm. Yeah, maybe I'll need to do that.
1: Because I, I haven't I haven't signed up for it yet.
0: I I think this thing's gorgeous. I think it's amazing. I think it's it's so much friggin' fun. It's massive. Um I I've got to say though, I'm a little bit underwhelmed by the figures because it's just the same one over and over again, right? So, like, yeah. I, you know, it's it's cool and all, but like the Viper kind of gunner thing, a lot, a lot. And again, I also like it when they do their own little thing and create new little, you know, troops or characters or whatever. Yeah. I do like that, um, but this one, it, I don't know, it doesn't feel as special um, to me. It would have been cool if they'd have done some sort of like um, specific pilot for it, where they maybe had the same deco like or some sort of tied in deco with um you know the actual like uh vehicle itself uh i don't know what that would really entail but they kind of do they give you a bit of a especially that one on the on the left does it give you a bit of battlecore viper vibes
1: uh sure i was actually kind of thinking that the the helmet just reminded me of maybe sunbow ace or something maybe a ripcord or somebody and then Uh, Yeah, like generic
0: pilot helmet sort of thing, isn't it? Generic
1: pilot helmet, yeah, and clearly some of the legs that they have on there are actually the bat legs, which I'm sure the whole thing is inspired a little bit by the Vipers from 1997 on up. Uh, I I don't know. I I think that a lot of this is the same argument that we've had whenever we've talked about O-ring stuff and the 4-inch stuff coming from the club whenever it was. It's that... Um, instead of giving us something that we wanted for a long time, they're doing something different. yeah, and I actually think that the airship is a neat idea. The execution is, is definitely there. The mothership mm. execution i I think that it's there as far as um what features and everything is in this ship Because yeah. it's not it's not just a big hunk of plastic it's very it seems very feature heavy throughout uh, each station and and part of it i think that i i could have this and have a lot of fun looking at it uh but the figures uh like the rifle is clearly inspired by the viper rifle but they've turned the laser sight into a grenade launcher they turned the foregrip into like a second ammo clip there's some there's some oddness it doesn't look like these will mesh that perfectly with the old stuff and yeah. that's what i would like
0: uh we all know what you would like um, yeah, the, uh, yeah, that's I, what true. I, I've got to say that I think you're right. The, the features on this thing are actually really fun. And I did have an interview with Brian the other day. Um, it's going to be difficult to get out this weekend, unfortunately. So it'll be, it'll probably have to come out after the early bird has happened. So I think we even talk about the early bird on the, on the video. So if that's going to be completely, I'm either going to cut that out or it's going to be, um, sitting there kind of oddly too late uh for that situation but um we had a really you know really good candid chat brian was very honest about his kind of like feelings and his thoughts about the whole thing um so i think it's a it's it's a it's a good um good interview in that in that sense i think you guys will enjoy it um and you know he was you know he's kind of excited for the project but at the same time i think he feels the same kind of concerns that we are in terms of the uh you know whether it's going to fund or not um, the other thing I would say as well is I did, I brought it up with him. I said price point, you know, I think that's going to be a, one of the things that, um, most people struggle with, you know, and it's one of those things where, you know, he even said it himself, people are not collecting in the same volume as they were, even in 2020, even like during yeah. COVID and stuff like that. Yeah. Like there was a huge inflow. There was a massive rise in the way things were, uh, purchased in during COVID, and they, you know, they were doing really well, and Hasbro were doing really well, but you know, for um, for for what they could actually do in the situation, and because of that, it's kind of skewed a little since, you know, it's, it's gone the opposite direction, um, and you know, we don't have, you know, then especially with the amount of stuff that's available for the brand. If you're a GI Joe fan, there is so much. You to just, you know, if you're a four-inch fan, you've got some, you've got some stuff. If you're a three and three quarter, you've got some stuff. If you're a six-inch, you've got probably too much stuff. If you're a 12-inch collector, you've got some. It's like everything is being catered for to some degree, but it is so like there's no way. It's just so difficult to be like a a completist of a brand. You can't be a completest of a brand right now. Do you know what I mean? It's just insane. Right. Unless it's the visionaries or something. You can be If it's the Visionaries or Mask or Bucky O'Hare, you should be okay in terms of completing collections. <laughs> but if it's, you know, if it's G.I. Joe, Transformers, there's a lot of Transformers, Marvel, like, it's forget about it. Star Wars even, my goodness. Um, anyway, so, like, in terms of that, Pat, are you backing this?
1: I intend to, yeah. I just, you know, I put everything in my cart and... And it, it, it's what Diana said is a, is a good way of putting it. It's a hard thing to have to think twice about.
0: Totally. Um,
1: and, and, you know, I put it in my cart and it was like $800. And it's just like, because, you know, it's not just the ship. I'm going to want the, the figure packs as well. Yeah. So um, those aren't, they're nice, but they're not cheap, you know. And, and really what my hope is, is that if it doesn't fund, that there's a plan that they could maybe put into effect to still do something with O-Rings or something else. I mean, this clearly, they've put a lot of money and time into developing this. So I, I really hope for the best for them. And I do intend to to support it. I just am a little bit um, curious to see if that's going to happen.
0: Well, you'd be, you'd be happy to know he does talk about the O-Ring stuff. Um, and like, you know, not necessarily future plans, but he explains what... The situation is regarding that, so um, I'll let you guys obviously catch that when it goes out as soon as I can get it done. Um, bit of a there's a bit of a snag. I'm away this weekend, so it's going to be difficult for me to uh, to do uh, any work on it. But I will try and get out as soon as possible. And uh, then once I've spoken to Brian, and that's out there, uh, we'll be getting the uh, the Hasbro guys back on again. So we, it's gonna, it's like one after the. After the other, we've got more coming. We've got more, you know, uh, interviews ahead. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be lots of cool stuff to chat about. Um, anyway, okay, Pat, that's that was that was a good actual little chat there about that. I, I've got to say though, I think it's amazing. I think this is so much fun. I love all the little features. The little door opens up and the little it's yeah. Like, whenever I saw down. the
1: way that the door opens, yet the Cobra logo stays there, that's just it's awesome.
0: It's neat. It's so yeah. neat. And the, you know, the uh, the little ramp at the back looks so dope when that's down does. and all, the, and all yeah. the troops flowing out. Trouble Bubbles can sit in that space. You've got the prison in there. What playset would, would be complete without a prison? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's so
1: it's so GI Joe. Yeah. And it looks so like Joe. it's it's so similar to the one in the Terror Dome design Design-wise. It just it does look like it fits with Cobra. I like it. I love it. the fact
0: they've got like chains that that clip to the wrist as well on the wall. Yeah. So dope. Um and yeah, and all those little stations for all the figures to kind of sit in there. I, I think it's great. I think it's great. Um, I would, yeah. I would. Sorry, Ropig John said. I think you should interview one of the designers. Diagnostic eighty. I'd love to. Uh, I'll see. I'll see if Brian allows us to uh, to do so. Well, you know, I'm sure he, he's he's not very strict. Let's face, but Brian's very open, and he does a lot of this stuff himself. Um, but yeah, I'll see if um, if there's a possibility to do so. Um, Is Pat at a booth for assembly required? Says Sherlock.
1: I am not locked into any particular booth. Um, I will probably be helping Brian Kaufman setting up with uh, his stuff, but his, his booth isn't very big. So it, it assembly required is, is what he's used to doing. Um, so I may be, uh, you may be able to find me at the Joe declassified classified booth as well, or You'll just wandering around.
0: You'll be able to find Pat. at Yeah, any for point. sure. Yeah. There'll I'll be... be doing
1: it going to be more helping on the, de- on the declassified panel, uh, than putting it entirely, you know, Together. I what I'm saying is that while the work has been in the past more 50, 50 this time, it's definitely, I'm leaning more pro- upon Chris Murray to do a lot more of it this year. So, uh, yeah, I, I will be there and, and in the panel and also on the floor. Good luck at the Declassified booth. So. Good
0: luck if you're relying on Chris Murray to do anything. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love him. Uh, shout out to Chris Murray. Shout out to Joe Classified and to Assembly Required, which we'll be talking about in a moment. Shout out to the fam as well. All in the UK, all in the US, everyone. Big shout out. Kate and Pheebs as well. Love you guys very much. Uh, massive shout out to Brian Sauer and his amazing graphics. Brian, uh, we need four graphics. Shall I, I'm just going to use... I'm just going to use last year's fall graphics. Is that okay, everyone? Does anyone mind if we just use the Chuckles fall graphics? I'm going to do that. Do you mind, Pat? I don't mind. Okay. It saves Brian working then, doesn't it, for when he's got to be doing stuff for Assembly Required. Yeah, that's um, true. Speaking of which, that's what we just talked about, third and the fourth of Nov. Um, we've actually, I've actually got a little project running. Uh, I won't be there, but I've got a little project going to uh, a peer. assembly required yeah Hmm. so uh that'll be fun pat is like so confused right now i'll tell you afterwards mate um but yeah it's this it's going to be fun it's going to be awesome and i can't wait to uh i don't know for for you guys to find out what it is i'm trying not to give it away with saying something i'm wondering if you did give it away so i'll have my guesses after we're on (laughs) um and of course we've got this to read out yes an all points bulletin from the fbi High priority alert to authorities in the upper Midwest area. The dreadnoughts appear to have bolstered their ranks by making a brief stop to visit a few friends in Leavenworth, Kansas. That's sarcasm. They broke their fellow gang members out of prison for Pete's sake. A security guard who witnessed the escape says the assortment of freed felons includes a poacher, a pirate, and a poetry-sprouting monster of a man named Road Pig. Is this a joke? The y Sorry. The flat-topped ogre reportedly quoted Shakespeare shouting what light through yonder window breaks prior to throwing a cinder block through the windshield of a prisoner transport van. Seems someone made us use the prison library. This escalation suggests the criminals are preparing for a large presence at assembly required in Des Moines, Iowa on November 3rd and 4th. I do love these little uh, all-points bulletins. That's quite fun. Um, I've also just realised how hilarious the Dreadnoughts are uh, and we should start, we, what we should do we, the next monthly, we should talk about what type of person needs to join the Dreadnoughts you know, like as in a poacher a pirate, uh, that kind of thing, like what else would make sense in a dreadnought scenario that would be okay. a fun episode, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, that would be fun, uh, it's so um, n- never what I was expecting
0: Yeah, yeah But they always, for me, they made sense. Like, a pirate in the Dreadnoughts makes sense to me, but I never would have thought about about it. A poacher makes sense, but I never would have thought about it. So Yeah, yeah, I never would have thought about that either. They're great, man. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what Norga Hyden and uh, his wild boar look like. Wow, that's going to be amazing. Uh, Anyway, that's the FBI All Points Bulletin for Assembly Required. Um, also, big shout outs to Word Burglar for the Spinner Rack EP, which is now up on uh, Spotify. And what else is it on? Um, iTunes Music and all those kind of places. You can kind of get it pretty much anywhere um, now. It's on streaming services, what I should say. So yeah, go check that out. I've got the most surreal playlist on my Spotify um, account, which is Music I've Made. Isn't that crazy, Pat? Yeah, that is crazy. And it's, it's like a lot of songs, thanks to thanks to the Word Burglar and other collaborations I've done in the past. I've got about like 12 or something songs on there. That's nuts to me. Published music. Anyway, um, yeah, go check out the Spinner Rack EP. Uh, my track on there with uh, Word Burglar is Remember the Fan Base, and it's a banger. Um, anyway, they always are. Great shout-out to, to, uh, to Word Burglar. Love you, man. And, um, yeah, go get it. Go check it out. Uh, link's in the description as well, too. Um, and, of course, that brings us to the end of the episode. Pat, thank you, buddy, for coming back. Thanks for having me back on. It's I really appreciate it. Pat Street's back. All right. Um, yeah. We should have had music for that, shouldn't I? Um, guys, thank you so much for all the comments, for all of the uh, support for everything. Uh, really appreciate all that you guys do for us. Um, we did an Intel Patreon episode this morning. So if you're an Intel, uh, if you're one of our patrons and you weren't aware, you can go check that out later on the replay, um, on, if you're a patron, obviously. If you're Red, Red Shadow Army and uh, SAS patron, you can jump on and check that out. Uh, we talked about an hour and a half. It was crazy. Um, so I've been busy boy today. Uh, we've got more in the pipeline for you, lots more stuff to come. Let's talk Classified Torch, if I can pull my finger out and actually get it done, an interview with Brian uh, Flynn, of course, from Super 7, and lots more cool stuff around the corner stay fresh cheese bags. And as always, after three, you know what to do, Pat. I think it's been a while though. Do you remember? I'll try to remember. Yeah. Well, that's the funny thing is that
1: (laughs) whenever I wasn't on and I was listening, it was weird to me when you got to this point, because it's like, it's just one person or whenever it was you and Mark, it's like, it's just two people. And whenever I'm on, I can hear everybody, (laughs) but I can't. But it feels like I can, which is so weird.
0: It feels like you can hear the entire comment section. It feels like I can hear
1: everybody. Yeah, the comment section and everybody join in. But then when I watch it, you know, as it pre-recorded, I only hear one or two people and that's
0: weird. Or just me. It's because I yell it so loud, probably in your ears. That's probably what happens. Anyway, yeah, you know what to do. After three, guys. One, two, three. Full Full force. Full force. Okay, bye.